Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 184 and we have the wonderful Krisha Young back on the show today. Hi, this is Krisha Young. You are listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy! After the first wonderful conversation with Krisha about no hustle needed, we are going to dive in today to empower the purchasing decision of your soulmate client. And I'm super, super excited about this because this is what we need, especially when we need to guide someone. Obviously, they need to make the decision themselves, but we need to give them the tools they need to make a perfect decision for them. Krisha helps women to tap into their true design and build strong inner foundations, self-trust and confidence so they can break free from obstacles and move forward in business and life. And obviously part of this is making decisions. So let's tune in and let's find out what Krisha has to say about this amazing piece. Well, I'm so super excited to have you back on the show, Krisha. Welcome. Thank you so much, Christine. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I loved our first conversation. Um, it's, it's not just about sales. It has so much to do with the value you put on things, with your own yeah. self-worth, how you can stand in your power. And then I loved, we finished off with where you explained like how that ripples out when yeah. you change, when you become that better version of yourself and you allow yourself to give your gifts to the world. Yeah. And that's something I teach my clients as well that I call like, you know, it's kind of a side effect because all of a sudden you mentioned the boundaries and you really take ownership and you are stronger in, in who you are as a person, which then, you know, I, I always bring that example all of a sudden you know, maybe you're not fighting as often with your husband anymore. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, your kids yeah. are not that stressed because the home becomes, you know, peaceful or more with harmony. And then they go to school, they get better grades. And then all of a sudden they have the opportunity to go to college and yeah. or to study somewhere that they wouldn't have had if they wouldn't have had the grades. And, you know, you can like take that picture to such a huge scale that at the end of the day, and you called it um, the butterfly effect. Um, and I just love that because oftentimes we are not even aware of what we do or how we support another person because we do not get always the feedback. Yeah, that's so true. And especially in this day and age of social media where it's like the algorithm. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's the algorithm. It's the algorithm's fault. <laughs> you know, yeah. and and um I, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about how there's the 3D world, the world that we can see, which is the algorithm, you know, the likes, the feedback, the the accolades, the recognition, like all of that um you know, kind of, I, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Almost like human-like stuff that we need, you know, mm -hmm. in order to feel validated for what it is that we do. But there's this whole other 5D world, um, this whole other world of existence where, you know, um, our, our love and our expertise and our advice and our message and, and whatever else it is that we're, we're putting out there, our acts of kindness, our generosity, the things that we do behind closed doors that nobody even notices, 
you know, that all also has this huge ripple effect. And, you know, if we can like remember that it's not just about that tangible um, thing that we can see and, and, you know, how many times have, have, you know, maybe um, somebody listening to this um, episode has done something for one person over there and then received something from somebody else completely Mm. on the, on, on, you know, maybe months later or days later or weeks later or whatever it is. But there's always this reciprocal effect of um, seen and unseen about what it is that we do. And, you know, this is where sales is like, if we can get into that 5d world around sales and recognizing and entering in those conversations. So, so what we were talking about just before we went, what we broke was, um, you know, how do we get into that value? Right. Um, and so we were talking about like the benefits, the, that butterfly effect, um, and then getting into that space energetically before you get on a conversation, before you get on a sales call, right. Of it's not about me. This is like when we're nervous and we're, we're in that space because we're making it about us. We're turning it around and being like, I'm going to look stupid. And we're forgetting that there are other people on the other side of that that are desperate for what we have. That's why they're on the call with us. Yeah. It's easy, it's easy to forget when we're busy with our own fear. Yeah, exactly. And it's, and this takes work. This is not a flip of a switch. You know, it takes work. It takes practice. It takes, um, all of that behind the scenes stuff. Like it's not just something that you switch on and off when you're on a sales call, you go on your sales call and, or your conversation or whatever it is. And then, um, you take that away and you do like, I like to do postmortems, right? So, so that's where you take and you look at it from every angle and you're like, okay, I could have done this a little differently. I should have maybe said this or something like that, not from a judgment point of view, but just how can I make this better? How can I make this more comfortable for, for, for the next person who comes in to um, have a conversation with me? And, you know, sometimes this could be just changing how you sell, um, you know, like I used to do one call close. I can't stand that. And, you know, it's good for some people. It's good for certain programs. It's, it, it works. There are a lot of people out there who do one call close, right? They do. And that, you know, for anybody listening, who's not sure what that is, it's basically where you're on the phone or you're having a conversation with somebody and you close them on that call, right? It's like, buy my stuff. If you don't buy my stuff, then you're not serious. What is it going to take for you to buy my stuff? <laughs> like buy now. And if you buy now, you're going to get a discount. And, and you know, like that's cool. There's, there's, um, there's a time and a place for that, but I didn't like that. And I found that with, um, you know, if we go into human design for a quick second here, my, my authority is emotional authority. And that means that for me to make decisions, I need time. I need time. I can't make snap decisions in the moment. That's not healthy for me. And that high pressure was, um, that world was very unhealthy and I didn't like it. And so I switched my sales from, um, and I never was really that aggressive in my own sales, but there was this like idea that I got to close this person on this call. And if I don't, then I'm some sort of, I'm not doing it right. And I switched it to, okay, if this is a person who's new to me, and my style, and, and how I coach, or new to coaching in general, they get two calls. 
they get the first call where they have, we have the conversation, we feel each other out, I give them homework. And if they come back to that second call and they've done the homework and, you know, they have really processed and thought about what we talked about, then we can have a conversation about working together, mm. right? Because otherwise it's like, how do you even know that that person's ready? How do they even know that they're ready? And that's a big fear for a lot of people, especially when you're selling higher ticket and especially when you're selling um, transformational coaching. It's different when you have, like you mentioned before, a $97 product, right? Like that's, that's yeah. kind of like that no-brainer pricing, right? Um, but for anybody who's selling something that has like a higher value and it doesn't have to be coaching, it could be a painting, it could be music, it could be yoga, it could be something else, right? Um, all of that has a value. And when you are in that space of allowing that other person to have their time to process the information and process whether or not they're ready for that container, um, I think that you, you bring in a different energy there. And I'm finding that people are more likely to sign on when they feel that they have the opportunity to let it sink in and decide whether or not. And, and, you know, there's, there's a school of thought that says, well, you know, they're going to go away and then they're going to get caught up in the, um, in the, in the 3d world of, I can't, it's too expensive, you know, and, and husband doesn't agree. Friends don't agree all that kind of stuff. Like there is that risk of that person leaving that container that you've established for them of possibility and going back to the fear-based thinking. But what I do on a call is I, I address all of that so that there's nothing that when they go off that call they're they're fully supported so there's always those questions like um you know are are you in a relationship who's who's deciding like who decides on on the the financial investment do you need to talk to somebody else about this okay then what kind of support do you need do they understand this investment do they understand what it is that you're doing are they in, supportive what do you think their reaction is going to be you know and i find that just like taking them through that that process allows them to then be able to um be empowered and use their own intuitive abilities that they have already and show up for those conversations with the people in their lives if they have to um, from that from that place, right? And it, it, even, even if they don't sign on, now they have this thing that they can take into their life of this empowerment. And when you're coming to sales from that place, then it's like, if they sign on, they sign on. If they don't, they don't. It's just not meant to be then, you know? Yeah. And then it goes back to behind the scenes of, okay, like, okay, let me refine my ask now of, of who my ideal client is. They're ready to buy. They're excited. They've got the money lined up. You know, like just refining that ask in the magic that we do behind the scenes in order to manifest the things that we want. And then showing up on that call, just being completely of service to that person and finding that sales process that works for you. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think that's a process that everybody needs to to discover for themselves, like what do they want to do. And and some people, you know, I sometimes I feel super super ready to make that decision, and and sometimes I I don't. And we we all in that place where then fear kicks in. Yeah. Um. And you know, sometimes I sign up for stuff that. I haven't really used where I'm thinking like looking back, like, okay, I was just, you know, I should have taken a moment. So right. I think everybody yeah. kind of knows how they react and what they do, how they buy. Mm -hmm. And then coming to a sales conversation, 
I think for us, having the sales conversation is holding that container, what you just described so beautifully, so they can grow no matter what. Yeah. And I always say, you know, I'm always committed to the goal. The goal is to help people, but I'm not committed to the outcome. If that, you know, if they are ready, they will know. And I do everything to make sure that they have all the information they need to make the decision. They have all the support they need to make the decision. But then when the decision is a no, I'm like totally cool with it. It's not going to change my life. (laughs) So, but, you know, I also want to support. So there is like this kind of this balance, like how far do you go? How deeply you support them or with the slightest signal of no, do you run away from the conversation? Right. And, and I think you can only go as deep into a conversation as you have gone yourself. And that's why, mm. you know, it's, it's not the most popular, you know, thing to say, but personal responsibility is huge here and doing your own inner work. So if a no is scaring you, if, if you do stop and that's what, what used to happen to me. So in the early days, um, I got like, of course I got no's. Of course you get no's. Of course you do. Yeah, of course. Right? Like, of course. And, but what would happen is I would get a no and then I'd be out of commission for weeks because it was tapping into that deep fear of being rejected. What's wrong with me? Why yeah. don't you want to work with me? What's wrong with me? Oh man. And it, it would take me forever to get out of that forever. Mm. So it is a process. It's a learning. And especially when you're new and especially when you're relying on this income, right? It's really hard to have that detachment and that separation too. Mm. Like this is another piece of the puzzle where it's like, okay, if your business and that, that sales call is the difference between you paying your rent or your mortgage or groceries or whatever and not right. Um, it can be very difficult for you to, to shift your energy in that, right? Because it's like, oh my God, if I don't make this sale, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, right? But, and it takes time to grow through that and be in a place of acceptance no matter what, because that is, that is something that could potentially happen at any point in your business, right? Like you could be three, four years into your business and all of a sudden have like a really crappy year, have no sales. Some, maybe there's things in your personal life that are going on. Maybe you're shifting direction. Maybe there's stuff going on in your business. Um, and sales or, or whatever customers slow down, stop coming in. And if you haven't done your work to be able to have that detachment and have that ability to to say, I'm taken care of no matter what, and let go of that, oh my God, if I don't get this sale, I'm not going to be able to pay for X, Y, Z. not going to be able to pay for my mortgage or my rent or whatever. Um, it, that's a real beautiful place to find yourself in because then you can finally come to that conversation from that abundant space. Yeah. Yeah. Neediness repels people. Oh, yeah. So it's just oh, yeah. it's not a good energy to be in. So no. just in case somebody's listening that's really struggling right now, what, what could they do to, to make sure that they go with a better energy into the next sales call? What would you suggest? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I, would, I would really suggest 
working on your relationship with faith and trust <laughs> and the like universal laws in the universe and God or, or, you know, whatever word you want to use goddesses, all of that kind of stuff. Um, Tasha silver is a great, um, I love her work and, yeah. and she's really good at helping you um, navigate this. Like she's the go-to book when I start to get into scarcity, when I start to, you know, forget that there's the universe and God and goddesses and all the rest of it <laughs> that we're co-creating. Um, and I think being able to work on that because it's not, and, I, and again, this is going to be not a popular thing because people are like, but I just need a quick fix. I just need an answer. I just need a strategy. I just need, no, that's not where this, any of this lies. This comes in with that relationship with yourself and that relationship with faith and that relationship with trust and cultivating that and knowing that you're going to be okay, no matter what, no matter yeah. what, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, I, lo I love that book too. I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, She's yeah. got a couple, right? There's outrageous out openness. Um, yeah, it's not that's, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. She has a money one too. Um, and she's three, I think. Um, I don't know. I think she's, she's fabulous. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I, I, I know it's not a quick fix, but um, what, I, what I have seen and what I um, tell my clients is to really, before you pick up the phone, just go to that inner place of love. Yeah. Just, you know, put your focus on the other person, just put out, you know, I, I love you. I'm going to do everything in that call to support you. And if the per perfect solution is working with me, obviously I'm going to make you an offer, yeah. but like coming from that place where you really are in gratitude for what's already there and where you put out love that mm -hmm. can really help for the next conversation to not make it so scary or to take that pressure off of your shoulders so that you can provide the container you want to provide. Yeah. And yeah. then obviously do the inner work <laughs> or yeah. keep doing the inner work, which we all, you know, mm -hmm. we all do. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I would say it never, it never stops. Once you have reached your next level, you're going to discover more things that you are challenged with. Yeah. And, you know, thank you for that because it actually got me thinking about um, some actual tangible things. I, I, I have, I do have a tendency to kind of go into the big, you know, esoteric picture, picture. Yeah. <laughs> and I forget that there are little things that you can do too. Um, so some of the things that I have done and continue to do before sales conversations is really um, like tapping into um, a deeper energy and you know, there's, um, you can have a dance party, right? I had a little dance party before this interview. Cool. Um, you know, yeah, because you just want to be in your body. And, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's a big thing that I teach women how to do is just get out of your head and get into your body. Right. Yeah. Um, so any kind of movement that allows you to get into your body, whether that's dancing or going for a walk in nature or something, whatever it is, walking around the city, like whatever lights you up to move your body, um, any kind of meditation, something that will help you reconnect to your heart and to your soul um, in that kind of way and remind you that you are here to be of service and, and that you are love and you are worthy and you are enough. 
You know, there's a lot of times that I'm like, I am, I am enough. 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 I am pure love. I am pure love. I am pure love. You know, and just sitting in that in meditation or, you know, sometimes the word meditation scares people, but really all that is, is just sitting down and not being distracted by your phone and, you know, like getting to a place of calm and quiet within yourself as as much as you can and having some sort of mantra or repeating thing, um, uh, guided thing is, is really helpful. And then of course, like, I mean, I like to also talk a little bit about sexy things too. (laughs) So anything that helps you feel sexy in your body, um, your vibe. Yeah. It raises your vibe a big time. So if somebody, you can read between the lines of what I'm talking about here, (laughs) um, is, is also, you know, a practice that I have as well. Um, because it really helps you get out of your head and into your body and into that flow state. Um, so that when you are on that call now, you, your needs are met in some sort of way, shape, or form so that you can push all of your worries and fears aside for a minute and just focus on that other person and hear what they're having to say. And then I just find that like, just whatever, just having a conversation with them usually, usually is, is really helpful. And I think the other thing I want to say about this is um, sales isn't just on that conversation. Like mm, sales point. is, you know, it's, 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 and, and this is another thing that I teach. Like it's, you, you need to be your brand. You need to embody what it is that you're selling. You need to be that, you know, if you're an artist, be an artist everywhere, you know, like that is who you are. Give that gift everywhere because then people are just going to see that that is who you are. Don't fragment yourself. You're only a businesswoman on Monday to Friday from nine to five. No, yeah, such a great point. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of gifts and a lot of skills and a lot of talents. Give that to everybody. Be generous with it. Be so generous with it. Don't hoard it. Don't hold it back. Don't only yeah. hold it for when you're in your business. Like this is who you are. Yeah. And yeah. and and it's okay. And the more you do that, the more you have like just random conversations with people, you're now selling. You're selling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that because that was really a turning point in my sales career. I was still in corporate, but I read the amazing book of The Go-Giver by Bob Burke and John David Mann. And that actually gave me the permission to be just okay with me, to not fragment, like, you know, this is a business and you don't talk to customers about your dogs and your cats and your whatever, like private life, because this is like serious, you know, I'm selling high ticket events over the phone. So I need to be the serious person. And it took me such a long time to, to really have those fun conversations. But then when I read that book, like I was already years into my uh, career but I read that book and it was such an eye opener. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. And I talk often about um, the book. So <laughs> I'm quite sure if you are listening in regularly and you haven't read The Go-Giver yet, like really do this. So because it, it will change how you see things, especially when you are in that needy place or mm-hmm. you feel stuck, right? Sometimes that's enough. Like you feel like nothing's working for me whatever I try. And then you get that frustration and you bring the frustration to the table. And now even less is going to work because who wants to deal with frustrated people? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So do you remember the very first thing that you have ever sold like in your entire life? Mm. Um, I do remember, (laughs) 
Well, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if I made a sale, but I do remember when I was little, I was maybe eight or something like that. And I think it was chocolate almonds mm. and like <laughs> it was fundraising for school or something like that. And, and I remember like going around to different houses, knocking on the door, asking people if they want to buy the chocolate almonds. And I remember this one house, I had to pee. And I remember this one house, I like kind of knocked on their door and then I said, can I go pee? Like, can I use your bathroom? Cause I was like too far from home at that point. And the woman was like, yeah, no problem. And I walked in and her husband or partner or whatever <laughs> was just getting out of the shower. And he was like naked. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> so that, that's a sales experience. That was a sales experience. And I remember like, Oh, oops. And he was looking at me and I'm looking at him and like, I'm this child. Right. <laughs> And he's uh -huh. like, who is this person in my house? And he was, it was just so awkward. I don't even remember if I actually went pee. Um, but I, I, I'll, I'll never forget that. Um, and yeah, I guess it, like I sold flowers um, in front of a beer store for a while when I was like 16, something like that around there. Um, so there was some peddling of here, we like buy some flowers and we're in for So in Canada, we have, um, we've got beer stores and liquor stores. Like the way our alcohol works here, we have to buy it from a specific government regulated store. They're not in like convenience stores or, well, they're, they are now in grocery stores and stuff. But back then, mm. um, you had to go to a specific alcohol store to buy your alcohol. So it's like in front of the beer store and like the kind of clientele that go to with a beer store, <laughs> it's like, you know, mostly men. <laughs> coming home from a hard day of work, you know, like, why, why are they going to buy flowers? I don't know. But yeah, that was an experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's always interesting to hear what, what people sold and how they felt and, yeah. you know, what yeah. discoveries they made about themselves yeah. and the world. And, and, you yeah. know, this potentially is something and, and we all have had those first experiences and, and probably selling something or even purchasing where we have made a bad experience that's now holding us back. Mm. So really discovering like, where did you have some challenges or where did you put yourself into a situation by accident <laughs> that was really uncomfortable that like, what is this triggering now in your career, in your sales career, when you want to sell your gifts? Mm. So I always encourage people to have, to have a look and to see like, how can they now reframe it or see it with different eyes yeah. or like that, that doesn't block them anymore. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much. I want to send people to your page. So all of your links will be in the show notes, just one click away, but you mentioned an awesome gift and I just want to give people the opportunity to, to go and get that from your website. Can you tell us what it is and where people can get it? Yeah. So um, right now I have, what I have on offer is um, my key to clarity guide. And this is, um, I use human design as a tool in my business to help people, um, you know, get clear on who they are and what their skills and talents are and how they can start to listen to themselves and, and trust themselves more. Um, so th this is a guide that um, will introduce human design to, to the audience. And 
um, there's also a video series that helps them to understand how to use it in their day-to-day -day life. Um, so right now that is what is on offer and uh, there will be stuff from the Ascended Woman coming in the pipeline as well so that anybody who signs up for the Key to Clarity Guide will also have access to all of the Ascended Woman trainings and, and offerings and stuff like that as well um, as it's being launched. But um, for now, that's it's, it's fantastic. Like it's a great tool to help people really understand who they are and um, it can be totally translated into sales because when you start to really sell according to your energy type mm. and understand that each you know person has their own way of selling and their own way of attracting and their own energy and their own aura um, when you can bring that also that component to the sales conversation it helps so much so that's what I've got on offer right now yeah thank you so much and people go to KrishaYoung.com, awesome. K-R-I-S-H-A-Y-O-U-N-G.com. Yeah, um, yeah. I will put it in the show notes, definitely. And I, I will also link the books we mentioned, the resources, mm -hmm. so people can can take a deeper dive and, and get really started onto that journey or deepen the journey with faith and belief and yeah. trusting as well as really go to become the, the go-giver people that we are essentially are. Mm -hmm. So thank you so, so much for sharing all your wisdom with us today, for really going deep on these topics and for not leaving anything out. So I thank <laughs> you and yeah, have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you everybody for listening as well. Well, I just love the episodes with Krisha. She has so much energy and it's so much fun to talk to her and to really feel how far she has come in her own life and that what she talks about is all experience and it's all hands-on and really practical for you to implement. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, check out the episodes with the resources, the transcripts, the show notes, and also when you're over there, sign up for the empowerment notes. These are the notes that come to your inbox, give you an overview of the hard sales episodes for the week. And also I share amazing content that I usually do not share online or anywhere else. And sometimes you even have the privilege to get to an episode before it actually airs for everybody else. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and sign in for the empowerment notes. And I can't wait for you to tune in to the next episode. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.